Hello everyone, and welcome to your Uncle's Beach House episode 80. I'm Jackson, I'm joined by M as usual. It's not Gundam time, I almost literally said Gundam, like, not even as a bit. <laughs> no. Uh, you just have Gundam on the brain, because we're watching Double O on the GGP project. Uh, the GGP project. The, the GGP Gundam project. The GGP, that's where someone listens to every one of the our ATM podcasts. The ATM machine. <laughs> and guys, what the fuck are they talking about this week? God, uh... Anyway, Double is really good. You can go, go listen to GGP these days. We're having a great time. But that's not yeah. what we're discussing today. Today we're discussing Bocce the Rock, the 2022 uh, anime based on the manga. Uh, yeah, the anime is by uh, Cloverworks. Uh, the manga is by Aki Hamaji, which you read. I did not read. Yeah, I read the first two volumes, which are the ones that are dealt with here. Uh, and I have very little to say about them. They're not very good. Um, okay it's a four coma right yeah it's a four coma um yeah. it is kind of generic the art is serviceable but kind of you know not 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 that great you you can tell because um every so often they end the episodes with like thanks for watching things with the original manga and it looks worse than the anime uh because the designs aren't as good just look just have a generic tenor to it um yeah it's totally fine it's not like the worst thing ever it's just mid and i, I didn't i didn't like it. i wasn't enamored with, with the manga hmm. Uh, the actual show, if you somehow lived under a rock, as everyone was bochi posting last year, is about Hitori Goto, a girl with uh, intense uh, social anxiety, uh, who decides she's going to learn guitar and join a band, just like all of the animes, and uh, get a fr get friends that way, and proceeds to lock herself in her closet for three years and become like a guitar-playing maestro, but only for her YouTube channel, where she w goes under the alias Guitar Hero, and I has never actually interacted with a person. I think that would be taken on YouTube. I do think that would be taken on YouTube, yes. Um, and uh, when she's now, now so that's through all of middle school, now she's in high school, she's like, man, I really need to actually do something. And so she starts bringing her guitar, and a, a girl actually notices and is like, oh, I need a guitarist for my band. And uh, that's uh, Nikicha, uh, Nijika, um, who get, ropes her into their band, uh, Kasoku Band, which is like zip tie. Um with her friend Ryo, who is a very dry uh, loner, but not in like the pathological way that Bochi is. Yes, um, they start calling her Bochi also. Uh, but uh, and then they they need a fourth girl, and they get Iko Yukita, who is um, a vocalist and mostly is just in love with Ryo. She joins it because she's like, oh, Ryo would notice me, and Ryo does not notice her and finds her extremely off-putting. She's like the very energetic, goofy one. Yeah. And then they play in a shitty club and they're pretty good. And uh, they meet an older, they meet a, an alcoholic woman in an older band who is very, who relates to Bochi and is like, oh, I was just like you when I was young and I started drinking instead. Uh, I like her a lot. She's fun. Yeah. Um, she is everyone's then, favorite character. Yeah. They have some light band hijinks. They play at the school festival. Uh, Bochi has to buy a new guitar because her old guitar breaks. The, the end. <laughs> very light. If you've seen a band show, you've seen every plot beat of Bochi the Rock. Yeah, this is in a description of this show, you can really feel that it's adapted from a very mid-generic manga, and it just goes yes. through the motions of, and then they do the thing, and then they're playing the culture festival, and then they have to get a she new guitar. She needs to get five five ticket sales to meet the quota for the show because they they were a shitty band in a like a nothing club, and she has a hard time because the only people she knows is her parents and her kid and her dog and her kid and her little sister and her dog and her little sister and her dog aren't allowed to come to the show. Yeah, and so like premise wise there's nothing 
exciting or unique or you know about this uh, it is entirely in the execution of the animation where this became a breakout hit uh, yeah at some point people cloverworks got together and was like what if we just pulled a, a manga off the shelf and went let's d- f- animate the shit out of this one <laughs> let's just go the full niche joe on this shit uh, for no reason but like Nichijo and like Azumagadayo and other like breakout visual comedy uh, anime hits are often based on manga that are also very good and well liked, right? Like the Azumagadayo yes. manga, uh, manga is one of the best full comic ever made. Just inarguably classic, perfect, uh, perfect comic. Um, yeah, this just uh, does it for a random thing off the shelf. <laughs> Uh, Kara Rira, the character designer and chief animator of the anime, apparently just really liked the manga and really wanted to do this. Okay. The, the vision to to pick up this thing is like I mid, she's mid, but I like her, and go, we can elevate this thing, and then actually succeed. Incredible, more energy like this in anime, generally, please. Yeah, um, it's it's very good, just like formally, right? Uh, yeah. Everyone wasn't lying. It's funny. It's good to watch. The animation's incredible. Yeah. Uh, when when they want to just like actually do the like sasuke of like oh they're gonna fucking play guitar and it's gonna look sick and there's just like really good character animation it's incredible when bochi's doing melting faces and becoming weird claymation or being a fucking blender model that's like dragged through 17 boxes uh it, that also is all good <laughs> and they just I rem- get to sit side by side i remember when the blender model gag like hit twitter because that one wasn't uh-huh. staying under wraps um Everyone was losing their mind. It was so funny. Yeah. <laughs> she turned into a blender model and they keep the XYZ coordinates on screen. Yes. Uh, it's really good. Yeah. Um, but like, it's really broad, the directions they take uh, all the visual. Because like, there's one episode where there's a whole like 4-3 Fist of the North Star running parody about the school festival. Yes. Uh, there's multiple Ashino Joe jokes. <laughs> yeah. She's constantly turning into white ash. <laughs> it's really good. <laughs> because every time someone's like wait wait what are you doing it's not time for that now <laughs> they end they fake end the show like three different times yes yeah every time they cut to end credits i uh, i love that that stuff's really funny um it's just like really fucking good and also it's not just show off shit right there's a lot of sh- there is a lot of show off shit in the show um yeah but it's also just like when the characters are hanging out right and Nijika and bachi are just talking and chatting the like character animation in the yeah. way they like act out their lines is frankly crazy uh considering yeah. what i know about how uh weekly animation production is made in anime uh, yeah there's, I don't there's know. a bit there's a bit in episode eight where after they uh play a show they're just standing on and it's like they're, they're successful finally they're standing on the street um and they're just kind of having a conversation um about like because the whole thing is that uh nijika has a dream that she hasn't shared with anyone and she's like yeah my my sister who's the club owner um she took care of me and she was in a band and she decided to stop being in a band and make a club because we needed money because we didn't have parents and i really want to make a band worthy of the club and to make the club big and cool and that's my dream and i didn't think it would ever happen because i'm just a normal high school girl in a band until uh youtube guitar master showed up on my doorstep needing someone to to take care of her And I think with you, Bonchi, we could do it. And she does like this like little like finger wag at her as she right before she like runs back into the club and they just animate the shit out of it. I'm like, man, this is just incredible. Like there was no need for this and you just did it. <laughs> yeah. It's both there's no need for this, but also like this is why you watch animation, right? Yeah, this is like the absolutely. thing you This here is to why see. anime is good. Um there are just so many shots where I'm like, damn, that was an incredible shot. Uh just yeah. uh they they love to do not for like you know when there's a shot where they have um just 
it's like changing the perspective so they're reanimating the background on every frame yes um that happens multiple times across the season and every time you're like man they don't do this very often because it's the most expensive shit in the world yes absolutely <laughs> doing like perspective changing like moving cameras without three like they're not and they're not 3d backgrounds all the time like they're, they're, this show employs yeah. a lot of really like uh artfully done 3d but it's often mm. just fucking doing it it's just doing it the hard way yeah i can't even imagine what this show was like production wise yeah um it's good i i think it's really smart i think it like actively is trying to play into the appeal of like the moe band show but also mm-hmm. do things that like push against that in some ways and how the characters are designed and interact um none of that really <laughs> goes into the story because the story is kind of whatever but uh, i do yeah. love the characterization of the characters uh yes like i mean like <laughs> even when you get when you get to the the final arc of the show which is the uh culture festival stuff i feel like it's i think that's the, the i think it's the weakest part of the show, of the show. Uh, yeah, and it's the stuff that's most just like this is in the manga, the bit where they you have to get it's all an excuse to get Bochi in the maid outfits. Um, yeah, I'm like that's. I really, really I do like the bit, well, the very obvious bit of Rio being in the like butler suit and everyone being like, "Oh, she's the best" because she's the best. <laughs> um, there are so many uh, more like we've just redesigned the ca- like when they all come in and they've got their fucking K-pop boy outfits on for no reason. <laughs> That was really um, funny. The bit where the bit where two fist the North Star guys just yes. show up at the fucking main cafe. It's really funny. <laughs> that was incredible. Uh, yeah, yeah, just some goofy stuff all over the show. Yeah. Um, d- is the bit where they go see um, uh, uh, what what's her face the the drunk girl uh play in her band in the manga because that part's really cool and feels like anime specific shit. Um, I don't. Okay, I, I'm. I'm. It'll bleed together, right? I read the manga like a week ago. Uh, uh-huh. I. Th- th- it is in there because I remember like the um lady in her band who's like, I've come over from um, uh, England and I love anime songs. Oh yes, that's all. That's all from the manga. Um, Eliza, yeah, she's a very funny. <laughs> uh, the the her role's like greatly expanded in the anime, the drunk girl. Mm. Um, oh, Kikuri? Yeah. yeah. That doesn't surprise me because she's fucking great. But that stuff's still, like, all the, 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 the broad structure of the stuff is still there. Like, they do play at Starry and they do, um... There's just, like, a bit where they see, they go to the, they go to the club and they're like, this club is, like, su- such a different vibe. And there's, like, a very serious looking guy, but he's just, like, the nicest man. And uh, they're all put off by this. They're and like, then he's they so play old. And... He's 37. And I'm like, oh. Yes. <laughs> yes. Because they live in, they live in a fucking K-On world. <laughs> it's also, that's just not true. That's just not true. Like, I understand being an many you know anime ages but like in 2023 if it's a rock club you're going to be having a 50 year old man there it's a rock club yes. in 2023 maybe it's different in japan i don't know i don't, I don't know yeah um, i don't know but they they play like this psychedelic bit and it just fucking turns into the jack black psychonauts 2 song for a little <laughs> bit it's really good uh yeah uh, rio having to be like uh try everyone has to stop from explaining the entire history of uh um psychedelic rock and recommending like beginner yes. things <laughs> really funny yeah oh uh, yeah all the character bits are really good uh it's weird because like when this aired the thing everyone like really attached onto is uh oh this is about a girl with like very real social anxiety and how it affects her and and the ways her friends pull her out of it and i was like like not kind of like i get why you'd say that because like the ways in which she's just like me for real in exist in this are like off the charts <laughs> Um, but I think yeah. the actual plot stuff really just to like, oh, she gets three magical best friends and no conflict is ever actually had between them. And it's fine. <laughs> the end. 
Yeah, it's it's weird. So like, um, I really like. I think think the show's really good. Uh, and then half the time watching it, I'm like, man, I'm, I'm, this show's making me kind of depressed in a way that I'm like, I am like Boji for real in ways that are off the charts. <laughs> there's it's a bit so where she fucked do, up. There's a bit. There's a bit where she goes to write a song, and <laughs> she's like, I need to write lyrics for our first song. And she's like, Well, well Kita's gonna be singing, it and she's like a she's like a nice peppy girl. So I'm gonna write a song. But oh, songs like this suck. No one actually wants to hear motivational messages. It's not gonna speak to anybody because the people who need to hear it uh, are going to be mad about it and the people who don't need to hear it don't need to hear it and i was like this is the most jackson coded thing i've ever heard (laughs) it's really it was really funny because i was like when you first told me i think you because you came to me and you're like i think but is more like you than any other character we've ever seen in anything (laughs) i was like i'm not that kind of terrified like i have social anxiety and i have like a lot of the surface level worries the botchy has um, but i don't have the, the, all the all the clips are relatable like oh i'm melting because i'm around people type stuff yes. but the the deeper pathology in, in botchy <laughs> is like oh actually no you were so right because um, she hates um <laughs> not everyone but like is immediately put off by any stories that or, or like you know uh things uh songs about like we're, we're all young and having a great time yeah, there's a bit where uh, early on she's like, she meets Rio and she's like, oh, she's just like me. We're both like loners who are like sad and, and shut off. And it turns out that Rio is kind of a weird girl, right? Like she she is off-putting and very dry. Um, she has big like Mio Nichijou vibes, right? Yes. Um, but she likes spending time by herself. And when when Bochi realizes that, she 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 gets like a shoujo betrayal as the earth splits in two and she's like driven from the, the fields of relatability from other human beings, which is like a rose field that Rio is standing in. She's like uh, a person like me could never understand someone who just likes being alone. It's it's so true. It's and also it's like the um, one of the things that the show gets really correct. And I think one of the things that like ends up holding it back as like a complete thing is it really does understand uh this idea of a teenager who's very lonely and very isolated and sad but all of their desires are just like so selfish um like she wants to be in a band for like the recognition it brings right she like, wants fans yeah she wants people to adore her it's like her explicit motivation she wants fat but even beyond that she wants like fans that she wants success and has like built up the idea of like art as this like savior of yes. her loneliness i vividly Man, remember I, I also remember being 16 <laughs> right vividly remember having like when i'm in in 30 years i'm gonna like have my interview and talk about how much fucking school sucked and now i'm like a real person right like all of those things are very well portrayed in the show uh yeah. which does lead to attention when like it gets all that stuff very right but then the plot is just everything i guess it all works fine like it, i guess if you have someone if you have a like the right girl come up to you in the middle of the day and fix your life it is good for that <laughs> i'm like well that's really weird because like i think the anime understands on some level that like her meeting the rest of the band and having human relationships is better for her than her like 10,000 30,000 YouTube followers yes. right um but doesn't talk about the part where she even in like her moments can't can't reckon with the fact that the she had the fans but they don't count to her because the thing that she wants is not actually going to be given to her by having 30,000 YouTube followers and being famous. At the end of the show, there's like a gag uh, about um, the, the, her dad's like been turned on ad revenue on all her videos. And so yeah, she's got a bunch of money. Because she was using the family account. Um, and it's like, it's a, it's a funny ga- gag, but it is completely left on the table for what it could like do thematically, right? Of like, mm-hmm. 
you could do you are like one step away from technically having a career as a musician right you could do this you don't actually want the like work a day like it doesn't do the blue blazers thing right where budgie stares at like oh i don't actually want to record guitar covers all day right like yeah um it's, and there's weird because there's like a bit we're almost touched on that and it's the episode before all that where mm-hmm. uh she checks her youtube channel for the first time in months because she's been busy having high school adventures and goes oh shit the comments are mad that i haven't posted a video in months <laughs> yes <laughs> She's like, I've I've thrown away my 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 internet fame. I need to go back to living in the online world. And then her friends show up, and she goes, plays their friends. Uh, yeah, it's <laughs> it's very funny, um, and also like, Butchie's desires are all like, I want to quit school, right? Yes, yeah, uh, that one's really goofy to me because I just I'm like, this is such a not not a thing that I ever think about. Um, it, partially because. Um, as someone in my mid to late thirties watching these fucking anime, I often relate it to like, cause we have the, the, the thing that like me and Olivia were talking about when we watched dress of darling that you, you mm-hmm. just have to kind of ignore the part where everyone's 16 in high school. Cause it's just the setting for anime. Um, having such a distinct 16 year old in high school opinion, or like what I really want to do is get famous enough to quit school. When I'm trying to relate this to my own life about how I do podcasts with people and we're all chasing our dreams. I was like, you're throwing cold water on my thing. <laughs> I mean, this is like, it, it, it is extremely a show about being 16. Yeah. Um, yeah. More than I would say most slice of life shows, which just like treat high school as uh, a just backdrop, a default backdrop of life. Yeah. How are um, you going to get four random strangers in the same place? Well, they all go to the same high school, obviously. Yeah. Whereas this is very specifically situated in like, if you were bullied in middle school and uh, didn't, you know, actualize, um, and find friends. It's okay. There's still time. If you're bullied in high school and didn't find friends in the next life, you should probably kill yourself. Uh, <laughs> it's generally like the worldview of the show, not like intentionally, right? But they definitely, uh, by portraying Budgie's anxieties as it is, and also like the story being about her, like finally getting the happiness she deserves in time for the her own mental deadline, it doesn't really confront the thing she's scared about. Nor do I necessarily yeah. think it should be. But I, I think the anime no, is really so it's, good. It's like yeah. it's like when people mention the school festival she has like a true breakdown because it just brings up all of her old traumas um and then it like never really like grapples like it you know it plays that as a joke because it's a comedy anime but like there's stuff there that could be picked up and like played with even in a lighthearted way that kind of is just left laying because they don't have the time for that <laughs> well it's right on the verge of like this could is almost it's not intentionally because it's doing all the stuff uh very honestly about her like comedy journey through uh this music career but it verges on the idea of like this genre presents like hell for a teenager right like this genre presents like if you aren't if you if you are engaging with like these kind of shows and you're a teenager uh and you're like taking them on face value it is easy to see how you could go bocce mode and think if i am not having the most perfect fun right now uh, oh, yeah. <laughs> like this is the end of the world you know it's time the character this, right? of bocce would hate the show bocce the rock so Absolutely. much <laughs> yes but like the time in galaxy which we watched like a couple years ago is like directly about this right it's like if you if you go crazy thinking that your youth has to be perfect you will just end your life it will become nothing (laughs) Um, absolutely uh and this show doesn't really have those like thematic ambitions i think the anime like bring it puts it in more than is in the manga which is just kind of going through it very like she's sad and is opening up uh mm-hmm. I, I think the way the anime ruminates in it is, is much better but it doesn't like take it the next step i don't think yeah um i really like that her dad is a uh love live fake man who gets no face like they 
the way in which they go to great lengths to never show his face because like it's like a like a like a girl's manga where no men exist even though there's multiple male characters that aren't her dad is really funny um this is true in the in the book there aren't any other men in the, like the the guy at the other uh at the club and the there's club like the real. guys who go to the cafe there's like plenty of men around in, yeah, no, in the, the show the the show the the book is like i'm drawing some women i don't care about this guy um at least in my <laughs> and memory, so just being her dad but her dad is also just like the the you if you character created bochi's mom and then set the character creator to male that's the character you would get <laughs> yes literally the exact same guy but they they do so much of like there's literally a bit where they're having a face-to-face conversation in the fucking living room where they're framing him like directly to camera and they just have her little sister like on his shoulders with their hands covering his eyes so you can't see his face uh it's really funny yeah Um, that's probably my favorite episode in the whole thing is episode seven um which is oh where everyone visits the house yeah which is like that stuff is in the manga but it is deeply expanded here uh like all the stuff with you invite your friends over and you've been building up this idea of them like finding this new group of people and all that happens is they're all together and talking to each other and they're talking to your family and you feel like a stranger in your own like gathering um yes is uh very true to me that rings true um i was definitely reminded of some truly humiliating things i did when i was at school um, <laughs> um the bit where they her friends are immediately taken with her cute little sister and her cute dog and she has to like bribe her little sister to leave she's like no let her stay and she's like oh if you if you leave now you can have the uh, the popsicle in the freezer and she's like well can't be helped <laughs> uh it's so good and like the moment where like they realize the butchie's covered up all of the embarrassing things in the room. <laughs> she she literally, like a psychopath, <laughs> took the photo fo- the, the band photo that they took and like pasted her walls with it. And she has the understanding that what she did is psycho behavior. <laughs> <laughs> yes. But did it anyway. It's really goofy. Um it's it's really goofy, but it's also like touching on um something I just wish they touched on more. Like being an anxious, like uh socially anxious terrified person who desperately wants the attention of others uh it's really annoying it's like really annoying <laughs> to, like to deal with right i feel yeah. like the show um leans to the like cute side of this because it's a cute comedy anime yes um but it was definitely the one moment where they're like no it, it's like difficult sometimes when someone's like that it's a hard thing to navigate <laughs> yes um and I, I really like that that whole episode and how like everyone went through it and uh, came came out with a good understanding. I was like, damn, this is this, this is some true truly classic stuff here. Yeah, I uh, I do wish there was a little more friction. I think it would help. I think yeah, I understand it's twelve episodes and it's really relatively lighthearted. But the one thing like as I was watching, it was like you could do interesting if you wanted to pick up the thematic thing that your anime was selling on is like oh it's really hard to be someone with a lot of anxiety you could have the friction of when she interacts with like well-meaning but extroverted girls there's going to be interpersonal conflict and that's normal and okay uh yeah no one like none of the girls like have any negative feelings towards each other like occasionally they're annoyed about borrowing money like um, Nijika and Ryo are bickers as their like relationship, but that's yes. not the same thing. No, no one has the thing where like you know in Persona Four in the first dungeon where it never comes up again, but then they briefly reference Chie and Yukiko fucking hate each other in a level that no one has ever yeah, really like, understood. There's like secretly there's like, secretly resentment of being the two weird girls who ended up thrown in together, where they they you know they're like oh we're friends by inertia, but we don't actually have anything in common, and it's kind of weird, and we kind of don't like each other. Um, never never <laughs> never again. mentioned it again. Yeah, right. <laughs> 
Um, but here they don't even introduce, like, everyone is just friends and they have, like, some nice, like, wholesome, I'm reinforcing your dream and you're chasing your dream and all this stuff is coming together. But, yes. that, yeah. Uh, and it's not like, oh, this show needs to be super deep about it. But I do think there is a tension in, like, it there should be a there should be a part where Nijika's like Bochi, stop fucking around. We're doing a thing here. You like doing the thing. You want to do the thing. <laughs> yeah, I'm trying to run a band, and you're having like a meltdown every time we ask you to do anything. Please knock it off. You're right. being selfish. Uh, yes, I I think that is the the thing that um is is a good way to phrase it. Of like, the comedy gets very good at understanding the like selfishness of this kind of anxiety. Yes, right. Um, in an empathetic way, like as someone who has it, right. Um, yeah. Uh, but there is a point where um, this kind of anxiety is a, is a selfish imposition on others, right? Yes. Um, sometimes you're. Sometimes being a friend of someone with mental illness is being like, I get that you're suffering right now, but we're doing this thing anyway. So please suck it up for a little bit. Yeah. And there's like good moments of that, like um, uh, Kita giving the, uh, like submitting the band thing. Uh, yes yeah i think that's what's good um it's weird that that wasn't like a bigger deal because i mean that part's just so railroad like they're just booking it through the rest of the story at that bit yeah uh but it's not like a moment of like no i, I submitted because i knew you want because you need to fucking get on with it like you're always yeah. complaining uh and then you like backed out at the last second um yes i think the show has a lot of groundwork where it could go into those more like fraught uh, tensions it's just not really interested in doing that which is fine uh, yeah. i think it's when it's in its comedy mode uh genuinely a masterpiece like this is very funny this is just like you know it's it's doing the niche joe stuff in a slightly more narrative show yeah i just think that there's it it has the the sauce thematically to grab onto more in mm-hmm. terms of storytelling than it does and i look at it and i go yeah like the, the when it's really funny and ridiculous i'm having a good time but there's space here where we could cut out some of the other stuff and put some of the stuff in maybe it's a little longer whatever and actually be about something and really cook it up a notch uh absolutely i'm curious how season 2 is going to be um cuz is there know. one announced i had no idea i mean there'll be some, there's there the compilation movie announced oh okay so like the bochi like train continues but like if they don't get the same guys it's a kimono friend situation instantly yes absolutely <laughs> like the appeal of this this anime is the uh the staff and the like animation style and the like characterization um if you just get a like a slightly more flat version of the uh the manga it's not gonna it's not gonna go down well right like uh be kimono friends or one punch man or one of the many like we switched studio and it all fell apart things yes um, the song that she writes about the umbrella and stuff is really good. It's like way better than they should ever have, but it's a really good song. I like it a lot. Uh, yeah, the songs are good. Um, they're a little too boringly good. I don't think they like express that much. It's not like, I mean, I was tweeting about this, but like for a time in Kaon is, um, very good at being, it's first of all, it's one of the best songs ever. Just a fantastic pop rock song. Uh, but it does opening calls sound like some garbage, uh, that a teenager would write. And then it just yeah, becomes and then it turns one of the into a banger ever. just through like sheer force of will. Yes. Yes. Uh, but I, do just think, say- I do think that the song that she ends up writing after spending like literally a whole segment of the anime being like <laughs> writing insipid lyrics is, I don't want to do it is good and representative of like how she feels about things. And I think mm-hmm. that stuff really lands. Yeah. Uh, I like the stuff with like, no, you write your annoying lyrics because you're not going to sing them. Like, it's funny yes. when Kida sings, like the combination of the personalities is what makes a band interesting, right? Yeah. Um, you don't have to imagine how Kita would sing uh, because that's why you're doing the lyrics and she's singing the songs. Yep. Absolutely. 
Uh, it definitely reminded me of like, man, I remember being in a fucking band for a bit. That was <laughs> that was stupid. I was never. I've never been in a band. So as uh, as in a band, we played sometimes, and then you know went to uni, and it all kind of ended right, like as it does for most people. Yeah. Um, I wonder how the story will end because I, I, they're never going to adapt the full thing, even if the manga goes on forever, right? That's just not how anime yeah. things work. But I do imagine that this um, story, like, uh, is definitely calling out for the ping pong ending where everyone is five years older and they don't do it anymore. <laughs> yeah, because um, they all have this dream of like we're gonna become, we're, like we're gonna become truly successful musicians. Um, but I just don't. They're not. They're, it's high school, guys. There's a bit there's a bit in this in the show where there's like a butchy like fast forwards to what her future would be like uh, after the, like the band falls where she just locks herself in a room for like 20 years or whatever. And she looks the exact same. And she's like, oh, everyone moved out and got married and successful. And I'm just writing music in my closet still. Um, I could see her being the one person who like still does guitar. But like I teach kids guitar. Right. Yeah. Um, but it's also weird that like they have this dream. Or like like Bertie's dreams are all like I'm going to become famous, right? And I'm going yeah. to um, be on TV, and uh, everyone's going to be cheering for me. And just has this kid like view of like music industry fame. But she now knows several people who are like, I'm in my twenties, and I you know run a club, and we do get like you know she knows what the vision of the actual career is like. Um, and I feel like the uh, the sh- the show doesn't like really slam those two things into each other. Right, but she never really has to confront the thing. Like the thing that she wants and desires is utterly fake, and she's dealing with the real version of it every day. <laughs> yeah. Um, but I, I don't necessarily like you know. Those are like the thematic things that we tend to talk about. Uh, I mostly really like the episodes. It's good fun, uh, except when yeah. I'm like, man, I did used to be in high school, and now I am sitting in my room every day or lying making podcasts. Um, <laughs> I I look at media like this and I go, yes, I'm also I'm also chasing my dream with other people. Uh, <laughs> this is the difference between you and me. I'm like, I was I was like a weird little fucking light Yagami teenager where I was like alone and like thought it was better than everybody else, blah, 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 having a miserable time. And now I'm in a band chasing the dream. I look at it the other way. I'm like, I used to be in a band chasing a dream and playing music. And now I never leave my room and I'm and I'm just like Bochi and oh, my God, <laughs> even though we have the exact same life on some level. Right? Yes. <laughs> Uh, true. You were not lying when you said that one scene of uh, the the difference of the loner versus the lonely um, yes. is basically our entire relationship. That one moment is yes. so good. Yeah, uh, love it. Um, I love the bit where they're trying to figure out where Bochi would have run away to, and they go, "We we we must go." They just describe the worst place in the world where slugs live, and you you might find dead bodies, and then she's there. <laughs> I mean, to be fair, every high school has the worst place in the world where slugs live around the back of one of the doors. Yeah. That's just true to life to me. Yeah. Um, you know, not as humid in the UK version of that, but I, I know. <laughs> uh, that, was, that was honest. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I had a good time, but like, I finished this on like Monday and mm-hmm. I already like, I was like, yeah, I, I'm already like not thinking about it. I think it's like a very empty calories kind of show. Looks great. Some of the gags are really funny. Um, but I uh, I feel like the the, the relatability gifts uh, indicated a show I thought was going to be punching a little harder. Whereas I think about like Super Cub, which is about a lonely character who is sad all the goddamn time. It, it expresses it very differently. Um, 
it is not one of these style of shows, even though sometimes it's a style of show. Um, mm-hmm. I think there's a fundamental difference between a hobby manga and a band manga or like anime also. Um, I yeah. just think the band stuff all has like this one exact plot in a way that's really weird. Well, the, the thing that the band stuff does that like do it yourself can't do, right? Uh, yes. Is that like being a musician is a way to both like fame and celebrity and like success, right? It is yes. like it, ha- it has the sports manga crossover, right? Where like this yes. it's a real yeah, thing. Yeah, yeah. Um, which you just when a manga is about like a thing that doesn't exist as like a commoditized career, it just yeah. gives the slice of life stuff a different vibe. Yeah, they're not going to go off to become the superstars of camping in Eurocamp. <laughs> no, <laughs> no, they just like camping, right? Um, uh, whereas this is like I, I assume I, I assume this is like you know similar to Beck and the other, the other band mangas I know. Like you know, you Beck is weird because Beck starts half the characters in Beck aren't in high school anymore, right? Like, it's so okay. much more about, like, mus- the music industry and, like, like there's, like, characters who are from America and there's, like, ties to, like, American music and, like, there's just a lot of, like, Beck goes for it. Beck mm-hmm. goes to an actual musical festival. They're not playing at a fucking culture at a like, fest at high school, right? They're, like, going to Woodstock, fake Woodstock. Oh, you, they get it to, like, it, they skip the high school part very through that yeah, very quickly? Yeah, there is no high school. Like, yeah, the, the, like, main guy is, like, in high school, but they're like, oh, he's, like, a guitar prodigy. And what happens is that you immediately get pulled up by, like, a scummy manager who wants to, like, own you, your life to make music, right? Okay, so, like, it, it skips the hi- high school relatable, like, we're just little kids chasing our dream and becomes yeah. about the crushing weight of the music industry in Italy. Yeah. Yeah, Beck is like I'm a I'm a I'm a like the main character of Beck is like I'm a guy who's just kind of I didn't realize I was good at guitar but now I have this new dream and then he's like oh the guy that I'm in a band with it has like a drug problem <laughs> <laughs> oh real music industry shit yeah okay here we yes. go this yeah. sucks and we all hate ourselves and we're on tour all the time <laughs> yes uh, which is just like messy stuff that Budgie has no interest in um, yeah and no it wouldn't like necessarily improve it to be that kind of messy it just uh, does mean that um like it's just kind of a light comedy show yeah yeah there's a reason beck made it to like 43 volumes because it's it fucking goes <laughs> goes and goes and goes uh yeah that makes sense i think both yeah. at six volumes now um, yeah but unless, unless the like show comes back i can't i'm not i'm not really i'm not you know Chomping the bit to I had no intention to of reading the manga. I was surprised you did because I always do. I always do. I know. I know you always do. And it's, it's not just that I always do, but I looked it up and was like, two volumes? This, the, they got 12 episodes out of two volumes? <laughs> then I read it and I saw, yeah, of course they did. They really expand yeah. it. It's so much better. Like the, the all the like premises of every episode are there. Um, yeah. But like when they go to Budgie's house, you, you, the whole like extended bits of um, like the rest of her family aren't really there. Uh, the fifth of the North Star parody world is just like one panel where she's burnt at the stake and doesn't have the same like stylistic stuff. Um, okay. The 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 stylistically the manga has like a couple of good melting faces and a few like imaginary sequences, but it's not it's not even close to like the to <laughs> to indicate the butchy is like anxious and throwing up. We cut to live action footage of dams. Oh, it's so that part's so fucking funny. <laughs> I laugh so hard at that. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Um, 
If, if you know of anime that like do their comedy through this like mixed media presentation, way more than the story, I would like to know about shows that do that. They're just like fucking going for it on like the free association of storytelling. I don't care what the storytelling is. Um, please do not say Pop Team Epic. We know about Pop Team Epic. Yeah, I mean, obviously we know about Pop Team. I should just watch Pop Team Epic at some point. Yeah, no, I mean, yes, that's a good recommendation, but I'm just saying. For a long time, I was like, I haven't seen enough anime for that. And that might still be true, but it's probably not as true as I think it is. When when the first season of Pop Team Epic came out, I watched it and I was like, there's nothing funny about it. Like, what is everyone fucking talking about? Like, there's there's no jokes. I don't understand what's going on. Fast forward to this year, uh, they they, um, put out season two and the first like opening thing was that fucking Toku parody. And I was losing it. And I'm like, maybe maybe I've now undergone the hyperbolic time chamber of watching anime and I'm ready to laugh at Pop Team Epic. Yeah. Someone posted a, a, a Gintama screen, couple screenshots the other day. They were talking about. There was a joke about like the second season's going to have a, like a Z, like the, and it was the Zeta Z, and then the, the season after that it's going to have like it was like the, the victory or turn it was, A or it was something. The X. It was it like was the a X. bit about the iconography of the uh, yeah X. It was the Gundam X one, and I was like, man, I should maybe I should watch Gintama. <laughs> um, we probably will. I mean. I've seen episode 353 of Gintama. We went to an anime club and the first thing they showed all the fucking new people that are like, oh, I'm going to hear watch anime at university was the Dragon Quest parody episode of Gintama that's like 400 episodes deep. <laughs> was it good? Yeah, totally, it was funny. It was, I didn't understand the fuck was going on, but it was a totally uh, serviceable comedy anime. All right. Um, I, I, I bet that's another one that's probably way better in the show than the manga because like... You know, it's just a Shonen Jump manga. I, maybe, maybe the manga is really funny. You, you can do good comedy manga. Yeah. Uh, I, you know, I love a good comedy manga. Like Spy Family is much better and funnier in its manga form. Um, but I, I bet that Gintama is funnier in the anime. That's just my outsider's opinion of how I bet that went. Yeah, that's fair. Oh, is that it? I think that's probably it. Yeah, that might be it. Kind of a short one. Um, but uh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, next month, we are watching Terror in Resonance. That's right. Yeah. Um, uh, this was like one of the more frequently requested uh, beach houses. I don't know why. We're going to find out. Yeah. I mean, I know it is a Watanabe show that is um, mixed in its reception. So I'm curious yes. to see where we land. Yeah. Um, my opinion of Watanabe as a director is extremely mixed. So there's yeah. that too. Hi, hi. Also, it's about terrorists, which is a very funny thing to do in the middle of uh, watching Double O. <laughs> Um, I'm gonna be watching it and be like, Celestial Being would sort this one out. Yes, yeah, I'm always like, Celestial Being would probably figure this one out. <laughs> Not the way you might want, but they would definitely sort it out. It's also got music by Yoko Kano, so that part will be great, regardless. Nice, 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 nice. Yeah, yeah. excited for that. Um, yeah. There may be another episode later this month. There may not. It may be at a normal mapping instead. We'll see how my uh, um extra bonus episode scheduling goes it's it's been hard i've been scheduling them really badly um <laughs> no, i don't have that lined up just yet so the amount go. the amount it is immediately apparent to you that i do all the scheduling <laughs> the thing is i it's i have done scheduling for other things and it's been fine but the specific nature of this one and how like i've done things yeah. that got cancelled and other things have moved around and all that yeah has, no no that's i mean yes the, the scheduling a bunch of guests is a pain in the ass when we were doing the seed stuff even getting just all the the guest together was an un- non-trivial thing i had a whole process that I, every sunday i'd get the next guest going i'd give them the the template you know make sure the time worked it, there's a lot yeah so sorry that that's been a little uh uneven um hopefully if there the, is another... i think the episodes have been good uh the anime is not unfortunately yeah, I was gonna say, <laughs> if there is another bonus show i'd love it to be good i'd love another bunch of the rock star because you know if, uh, 
the thematic criticisms we have, this is a good fucking show. In a way, yeah. like, I cannot say uh, for Soul Taker or Valve uh, Liberator. Right. <laughs> that's true. <laughs> um, I think you should do the other idea that you had floated to me, though. I really think it's a good idea. Yeah, me too. We'll see if I can fit it in. Oh. Yeah. Uh, all right. Where can people find you? You can find me at headfallsoff uh, on twitter.com, and you can find me at headfallsoff on other websites, depending on whether Twitter is up any given day. Um, let's hope he kills it tomorrow. We can It'll still be free. up derogatory. Fucking I'm over it. I'm over that free. man. Just fucking kill the website. <laughs> start us. charging yeah, start charging to access the site so we can all leave. I still like I still like my little like friend group on Twitter. I have a good time on Twitter, but it's despite everything. I'm fucking ready for the site to fucking die. I know and suck. I'll get over it. It's gonna be awful. I'm gonna hate it. I'm yeah. gonna be very anxious about my life. Um but uh You can't see the headlines of out <laughs> links out of the fucking website at this Oh my god, I fucking hate it. It's so miserable. <laughs> yeah. Just kill it. Just send me free. Do it. <laughs> yes. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Also, Make a show real ID, charge to use the website, whatever you're gonna do, fucking do it and have everyone leave. I'm ready to go. Yeah. Finally pull the trigger. Um <laughs> you can find the podcast at normalmapping.com. Uh go listen to those podcasts. Thank you. Yeah. Uh, everyone who's still on Twitter, thank you for retweeting all of our work and still supporting us. One of the reasons we're still there is uh, the engagement's actually pretty good, and I appreciate it. If um, you're on Mastodon or some place that we're not, feel free to post our podcasts. Yeah. <laughs> if you want, absolutely. If you want we're not on a mass, so we probably won't. I mean, if, if Twitter truly dies, I might get one just to post episodes. Um, if you follow the abnormal mapping account, that thing's been busted since the API thing. <laughs> yes. I <don't> <laughs> it does not post out episodes anymore. We don't use yeah. it. Yeah, we don't post from it ever, so it's just dead, basically. <laughs> the website being dead means I have no incentive to feel like I could probably fix it and start doing it, but then there would just be more stuff that's going to go away when Twitter goes away. Yeah. Um, so we'll see. Yeah. Um, anyway, uh, if you like the podcast, obviously retweet it, uh, re-chost it, re-skeet it. I don't know what people... Grace. Grace words. I know. Uh... But thank you, everyone, for your support. You can find me on Twitter at em underscore being and other variations on other websites. Though honestly, uh, my health's been really bad getting re- recovered from COVID, so I'm not on. I'm not posting anywhere right now. Basically, at this point, yeah. sometimes I'm on Twitter, but that's it. I don't have a lot of extra energy. I've been in a bad way, so uh, um, it's fucking bad. Hey, I don't think letting everyone catch the plague every year was a good idea. Yeah, no. Um, it fucking sucks. I'm like, man, gonna gonna need to up. I mean, I'm wearing like fucking N95 masks. And I'm like, I need to up my game so I don't catch COVID a third time. Uh, yeah. Need to finally be live that respirator life. I don't really want to. I think it'd be really uncomfortable, but I don't know what else to do. I still have to go to work every fucking day. Yeah, that's the thing. Is like you're, you're not catching it at the fucking store. <laughs> yeah. Uh, sucks. Um, sucks out here. Yeah, anyway, uh, if you'd like to support our work, you can do that at patreon.com slash mapping for $1 a month. You get the Great Gundam Project, uh, where you get, we're watching Double O, Gundam Double O, which is fucking incredible. We're watching Rosa Versailles, seems fucking incredible. We're having a great time. We're about to do a draft episode, which will be in a feed next week, uh, where we hang out with some friends and draft some Gundam teams, and that's going to be really silly. Um, if you do a $5, uh, we have an old podcast that's currently on hiatus called Blockbusters, where we watch Hollywood movies. Obviously, the strike has kind of curtailed that, but there's a good number of episodes that people really like. Jackson's really excited to get back to Blockbusters. I'm like, what if we just stopped watching bad movies? I miss Blockbusters. I miss Blockbusters. It's it's one of our best, like, people like Blockbusters. It advertises well. It's good movies to talk about not necessarily to watch <laughs> saying, don't say it's good movies it's i'm saying movies. that we we could do more good we can make the movies good it's not like there's only bad blockbusters but yes that is part and parcel of the premise that we will talk about the ideology of bad movies 
Um, but right now you can watch me play Final Fantasy Tactics every week for $5. I'm currently in Chapter 2. I'm having a great time. Final Fantasy Tactics is cool. And I'm glad I finally got into it because I've spent 20 years bouncing off that game. I'm now further in than I've ever been. So that's nice. Nice. Um, and for ten dollars, you get VoIP life every two weeks, where we kind of hang out and uh, talk some shit uh, about whatever. Last episode was about uh, <laughs> about the like Pokemon Louvre fiasco, <laughs> or uh, sorry, Van Gogh Museum fiasco, and um, the yeah. analog pocket and uh, some bullshit about uh, the Final Fantasy Ever Crisis. <laughs> God, that's true. Yeah, it was good. Uh, next episode might might be a, a stupid list. We have a stupid list we're about to go read and record about. I think even if it's bad, we'll probably drop it in the back end of an episode, but it might just be good. I'm we'll hoping see. this list is going to bring the sauce because we haven't done a list in a while. Um, we're, we're, I, I guess yeah, we're, we're about, about to, to record We're it. about to read for the first time that Edge 100 games of all time list. So, And if, it, if it's not in the episode, then you know the list is really bad. <laughs> it was really bad. And not just the bad, but like boring bad. Because the list could be bad, but in ways that we find interesting to talk about. Um, but I want they went all out because it was like for an anniversary issue and they asked a bunch of people, like devs and stuff. So maybe it'll be better than normal. I bought I bought the magazine. I bought Edge yeah. magazine. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Which and, sounded like its own story for a VoIP life, honestly. Sure is. So we'll have to do that now. Uh, but thanks for listening to yeah. um, Your Uncle's Beach House. Goodbye, everyone. We'll see yeah. you next time. I'm Ro. I'm Ro. I'm Ro.